Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 8 O Lord, our Sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes, to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God, and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, and also beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 19 through 26. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke down, broke open, and the clouds dropped down the dew. My child, do not let these escape from your sight. Keep sound wisdom and prudence, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you sit down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden panic or of the storm that strikes the wicked. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. This morning was a short reading. Um, we're still in Proverbs, speaking of wisdom. And then in the letter to the Ephesians, we're speaking of unity. and made me think of um, a conversation. Yeah, I, th- I think I had it when I was in um, studying in Scotland. Um, it's kind of interesting, like getting out of the United States and yet this school, um, St. Andrews had a bunch of Americans, uh, I think because N.T. Wright had just begun teaching there, <laughs> teaching there. and also um, they can charge Americans a whole lot more money they can char- than they can charge members of the European Union, um, so it's also a money-making thing. But anyway, um, to kind of 
take a step outside the United States for an extended period of time um, and be given the opportunity to look back onto it as an outsider, or at least with the help of outsiders. Especially in the theological context, it was really helpful. Um, and in the, the debates that I've found myself in around political theology and um, stuff like that, um, the, and especially in terms of um, making my home with um, folks who don't have theological training and who don't have often a lot of education and money, um, there's this debate that goes back and forth and, you know, what do we do with this nation, this uh, state that we're a part of? And um, I think it was while I was in Scotland, I stumbled upon just, well, you know, it's a union, quite frankly. Um, and I think it's because at the time there are a lot of people questioning whether or not they call... No, I won't say a lot of people. The practice of saying XYZ is not my president... Um, uttered by some as Obama is not my president and uttered by others Trump is not my president um, as though we can disavow our membership in this union but I'm kind of digressing but the unity piece um, it made me think of uh, referring to what we have not as a not necessarily as a country, not primarily as a country, um, but as a union. It calls us to a certain responsibility or membership or um, stake. If you, want, if you don't feel a part of our union, that's understandable. Um, but, um, I mean, our founders said, you know, we have a democracy, but only if we'll, only if we'll have it. You know, it, it's, democracy is great until somebody has to defend it. Um, and I say that because these debates I'm in typically revolve around uh, the legitimacy or illegitimacy of the military and organized violence. Um, and a lot of people who are who object wholesale to a military, um, we'll, we're beginning to see in countries across the world, um, in authoritarian regimes that op- often fill the void, um, they wouldn't be able to say that. So we have this freedom, this material freedom to say things that we believe and typically to do things that we believe are right. Um, and, but we, we don't seem to be able to talk about the requirements of preserving our union. Um, and that's why... I said, you know, democracy is great until you have to defend it. Um, if somebody else is going to do it for you and you don't quite understand in a, in a deep sense the costs of unity, um, you know, what happens if, if democracy fails, for example? And I think this is becoming, you know, there are concrete examples of what happens when democracy fails going on through in the EU um, and... Uh, yeah, it just makes it more real for me to think of what the United States has as a union um, and what my part is in it. And it may be cynical of me because I get kind of exasperated with um, progressives 
who um, I don't ideologically um, find myself in opposition to them, but typically, or it's it's often hard for me to put my finger on what it is exactly that they're contributing, other than more noise. And again, that's just me being cynical. That's not all progressives. That's just um, the culmination of several years of trying to be a part of this conversation and finding it rather atrophied and um, people being unable because of perceived political differences to have a productive conversation um, about some of these things. And so what Paul says in uh, the letter to the Ephesians I think is, is helpful. He wants us to lead a life worthy of the calling to which we've been called. What kind of people are capable of preserving a union but those who desire a union, those who are willing to risk for it? It may not be risking your life, but it may be risking your reputation. I recently saw this stone marker that talked about the 17 signers of the, of the Declaration of Independence. Five of them were captured, 17 or like 12 of them, lost everything. Um, nine of them were like injured in the, in the, in the uh, oh my goodness, the independence, fight for independence, revolutionary war. <laughs> God, it's early. Um, but he begs the church in Ephesus and the church more broadly to lead lives worthy of the calling to which we've been called. And the fruits of the spirit that he leads with are humility and gentleness. He adds patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain this unity. For Christians, it's the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. But for our Americans, it's the unity of our states, the unity of our counties and cities, and um, not the unity of our political parties, not the unity of ideological purity, but the unity of our diversity. Um, and I think that's perhaps the most difficult task we have is to discover what it means to see ourselves as part of a union and, and be willing to make sacrifices in order to preserve that union and not just you know, the integrity of our borders or the, I don't know, democratic values but preserve the very um, internal self-perception and, and value that we assign to that union. A prayer for our country from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech you that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many peoples and languages. Endure, endure with the spirit of wisdom those to who in your name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, 
and that through obedience to your law we may show forth your praise among nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in you to fail. All which we seek through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.